This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, and health freedom. And I'm always interested in bringing on guests that will help best serve you in your day-to-day lives. So a lot of the audience is uh, are busy professionals and all we need to know about time management, productivity, focus. So today I've brought on Dr. Uh, Sarah Reif-Hecking, and she is a time management and productivity expert. Uh, she's been on the faculty at UMass Medical School, and she's now a coach. And she talks about, we're going to talk about time management, productivity, procrastination, overwhelm. So I'll let Dr. Reif-Hecking introduce herself. So Sarah, welcome. So good to be, be here today, Christopher. I'm so excited. I love, love uh, your topics here. Um, and I love giving value to those crazy, busy uh, working physicians out there. So, um, and any crazy, busy working professional. I get it. I've been there. Um, and I really, really love helping time-challenged entrepreneurs and professionals get a grip on their time so that you can get to that next level in your life and your business. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm so happy to finally get you on the show. I know you have a very busy schedule and thanks so much for taking time out. Um, tell us more about, you know, your background, how you got started and how you help um, people manage their productivity, focus and time. Great. So I come to the time management um, issues, uh, needing to figure it out myself, right? So um, way back when I went to graduate school and became a clinical psychologist um, and had to figure out how to not only learn how to be a therapist, right, but also do research. Um, and then fast forward, I ended up with the dream job out of grad school where I was working in an academic medical center uh, doing NIH funded research and had the clinical practice, you know, all in one job. Awesome, awesome setting. Really loved it. And, you know, along the way, I, uh, I met my husband, we had a kid, um, and at some point I was leaving my, I, I'll never forget this, I was leaving my therapy office and looking at the clock and thinking, oh my God, I'm running late. And I had to like run from my clinic office to the North 40 uh, to get into my car, right? Because, you know, it's like a mile and a half in a large medical um, center and got in my car and drove like a crazy woman to go pick up my kid. And I got there and I remember saying to the daycare provider, uh, Marie, I'm so sorry I'm late. How much do I owe you? Because she had a policy, you know, you pay for the number of minutes that you're late. Um, and she looked me in the eye and she said, Sarah, it's not about the money. I just need you to get here on time. And that's when I really realized I was no longer walking my own talk. 
um, you know, I got interested in clinical psychology because I wanted to map out the mind-body connection, right? All of that really cool stuff. Um, and as I started working with people, I got really clear that what I love to do is understand the state of clinical science and then help people apply it in their lives. Um, and at that point in my life, I was working in a really busy academic medical center with patients with stress-related illnesses in preventive and behavioral medicine, and I couldn't walk my own talk because the way my life was set up was too crazy busy and was actually not realistic. So it was in that moment, Christopher, that I, I just said, you know, okay, I need to lean back in and figure out what's the next level for me. What is the next version of the best life for me as a working mom, as a psychologist, um, and, you know, as a partner and a community member, like all of those pieces of my life. So I, I leaned in and um, I started to do some self-exploration. And this was in the early 2000s before coaching was really a thing, right? And one of my friends said, you know, check out this thing called coaching. And I was like, what the heck is that, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's so ubiquitous right now, but we forget 20 years ago, you know, it was this emerging and it's still, I, I will say is an emerging science. So, um, so I explored what coaching was. I got trained because, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I really understand the service that I provide and how it is different from clinical practice. Um, and what I realized is that it's exactly what I love to do. I love to help people go from good to great. Um, a lot of what I know and have learned in clinical practice can help everyday people, right? You don't need to be diagnosed with um, a mental health issue in order to benefit from lots of the things I can share. And I also really loved helping people get clear about their goals and figure out how to get there. So, you know, fast forward, now it's uh, uh, 2022, unbelievably. But in 2005, I really founded True Focus Coaching, which is my company. And since then, I've really focused on helping time-challenged entrepreneurs or professionals get a grip on their time. Um, and I do that through virtual classes, one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, uh, speaking engagements. I love to get the word out. Um, and I love to see the transformation because here's the thing I know, Christopher, everybody feels like they're the only one who, who struggles with this. And it's just not true. So I love working with people and helping them see those small shifts that make a big impact so they can create that life they love and get the work done during the day so they can do the other stuff they want to do outside of the office. Yeah, uh, it's quite interesting. You know, what you're describing is a typical, you know, busy professional, it could be physicians, you know, a lot of the audience's physicians, um, uh, you know, the entrepreneurs, and, uh, you know, it's interesting that you said, you know, we're not alone, but we always feel like we're the only ones in the room. So um, what, well, I mean, we'll just get into the meat of it. Um, one thing is what's interesting, you know, time management, procrastination, you know, productivity. These are things that um, they had you know, seminars, books back in the 80s, 90s. Um, what makes what is your approach to time management and how is it different than others? Yeah, so. 
I really have three core philosophies that I think really make a, a difference for people. One is that we're all wired differently. So you have to be careful what you copy. So, um, you know, we're all humans. We have similar brains, but you know, as a physician that we're born with different strengths and weaknesses just by virtue of genetics and biology and, and environment when we're growing and all of that kind of stuff. And then what really makes, a, makes up who we are today is also our living experience and our learning experience. So, um, and the other thing I know is that we all have different goals and different flavors of how we want to put together our lives. And what I find is that a lot of time management gurus, um, they sort of have a one size fits all approach. And if your brain doesn't think like that particular person, then it's hard to apply it to your everyday life. So I love to um, understand how people are thinking and say, here's some tools I think that will work, work for you. Um, let's really um, lean into what is unique about you and how we need to set up your day, your week, your systems in a way that works for your brain, your life, your business, and your body. Right. So so that's that's a really um, important one. Um, and then I also feel like there's another piece that it's all about pruning. So here's the thing. And everybody listening is going to resonate with this. You can't do it all. You just can't. right? <laughs> so you got to make choices. You just got to make choices and you have to figure out a way that you make choices that feels consistent with who you want to be in the world so that. You can do what you want to during the day and sleep at night, right? And mm -hmm. not wake up in that panic reactive mode that is so familiar to so many of us. Yeah. Uh, what, what's interesting, I, I like the approach how you think of um, time management as, you know, people looking at, at uh, looking at things um, more of a personalized and individualized basis because we all have, we're all different and wired differently. Um you know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, when you're, uh, you, you, the optimal way to uh, eat and exercise and, and diet. And uh, so that's really innovative. Um, I know you go through this in your coaching program, but can you give us an example of how you would um, tailor like a time management schedule for one person, busy professional versus another? Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things I start out with um, for many of my clients is the concept that I call a flexible template for your week, right? So um, it really starts out, when are you working and when are you not working? And I don't care what hours you choose to work. I just want you to be clear, when are you on and when are you off? Because that is the line that we blur most as busy professionals. We're kind of sort of working. We're kind of sort of texting a family member. We're kind of sort of thinking about that talk we're going to give. We're kind of sort of with a with a client, right? And you're, what ends up happening is you're never really present with the activity that you're doing in the moment. And you go through your, your day doing whatever runs in front of you and you're exhausted at the end of the day and you don't feel like you've got anything done, right? So it's sort of like having 10 five-gallon buckets in front of you and you're taking a teaspoon out of every bucket and you keep running around taking teaspoons out of buckets, but you never see the bucket empty, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I what I love to help people with is to start out with that simple concept of, am I working right now or am I not working right now? Mm -hmm. And if I'm working right now, 
what am I actually focused on and how do I move that forward? And why do I care about that thing? Because in the, in the end, time management is simply about using your moments in the, in a way that's consistent with where you want to go. And it sounds really simple, but it's really, really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it's really interesting because, um, you know, for me personally, what I started to do was I started to do things in half an hour sprints and, you know, just try to get certain things and then just focus on that and just get it, um, which has really helped. And, um, you know, especially putting boundaries, you know, when is, when is turn off the phone, turn off the internet and focus on time and family, which has been able to help me be more present, you know, personally and with the family. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, setting up your environment for success is key here. And we forget that these things that, you know, if you're listening, I'm holding my phone up in the screen, right? <laughs> uh, these things that we carry around in our pockets that we call phones are actually now part of our environment. <laughs> and, um, you, you know, I, I'm old enough to, to remember when they were attached to the wall by a curly cord, <laughs> right? Uh, they're not anymore. And um, so we have to actually uh, choose when we want to interact with them and allow ourselves to set them off, so, you know, turn them off, set them across the room, turn it upside down. So you don't see it flashing at you, turn off all of those alerts and only have the ones on at some point during the day that are really true emergencies and give yourself that space to focus. Um, and I love what you said, Christopher, about your half an hour sprints. And that's a great example of how that works for you, right? So you're a guy who can get in and get out in a half an hour, right? Mm. Like, and you probably have a pretty quick moving brain. Um, some people, some of my clients are like, wow, you know, I really, I need at least an hour and max, you know, optimally I need a two hour chunk, depending on the type of work I'm getting into, mm. right? So um, it's a great example to, to just ask yourself, like, what is the optimal time period for me to focus on something? Some of us, you know, do great with the 25 minute Pomodoro method, right? Which is the, you, you do 25 minutes focus, take a five or 10 minute break, 25 minutes focus. Some people find, you know what, actually it's 45 minutes and 15 minutes, right? 45 minutes focus, 15 minute break. Um, so you want to understand those things about yourself so you can start to craft your day in a way that's going to allow you to thrive. And I get sometimes you don't have a choice. You know, if you have a clinical appointment that's 20 minutes and that's, you know, how it's booked, then you have to figure out how to navigate in those 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But when you can set up time that that works best for how you think, take advantage of that. Because lots of times we forget that we there are some things we can control. Yeah. Yeah, that's so well said. Um, the other thing is um, the talking about, um, I think, so you talk about the most common types of problems you see most related to time management and how is that um, tied into procrastination and distraction? Yeah, yeah. So when I work with people, I see like there's four common areas that come up. Um, and so if you're listening, if they resonate with you, just, you know, start to count because um, <laughs> as they add up, you're going to start to feel more stressed out. Um, but the first one is just just control over time. Right. And what happens for some people, and this goes back to that concept of we're all wired differently. So we actually all perceive time a little bit differently. And whenever I look into the science 
um, it's summarized as like, it's really complicated and we actually don't understand it all yet. So, but what I know is people's objective experience of how they experience time is really important in the planning process and in the setting up your flexible template for your week process. Mm -hmm. So some of us understand time as like right now, and we kind of notice that it's passing, right? Time is passing. Then there's others of us that time is right now or sometime in the future, right? There's not really lots of gradations. And then if you look into the science of peak performance and we start to talk about the concept of being in flow, well, being in flow is actually this state where we're not noticing the time's passing, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to get clear about number one, what's your baseline in general, what happens for you? And then be able to navigate in a way that allows you to show up when you need to show up in the rest of the world, right? <laughs> so if you get super overwhelmed, super distracted, or you get hyper-focused on something and three hours later you wake up and you've missed an appointment, right? Or you open your eyes and you look at the, the clock, um, then you want to make sure you're setting up some structures that allow you to stay on track, right? So that's the first one. It's really control over time. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff that is mechanics and planning, right? So this is like, goes to basics, but I have to say most of us were never really taught the basics. We figured it out along the way, or somebody showed us something, and that may actually not be a system that works for us. And that's what I hear a lot with professionals um, and entrepreneurs. Um, but in terms of mechanics and planning, there's you know just some basics, like what does your to-do list look like? Do you have one? You need one place where you can dump it all down and then figure out when you're going to do things and also what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. Right. Yeah. So like I can, I can teach like a whole hour just on that concept. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you also need a calendar and the calendar has a really clear function. It's a time map. It's actually not a to-do list. It's actually a plan and it needs to be an active plan and something you have a relationship with. Same with your to-do list, right? Because if you don't have a relationship with those two things, then you lose track of a lot of stuff. And that's when when we start to get in trouble, right? Yeah. Um, so those are two areas. And then the other two areas are goal setting and priorities, right? Mm -hmm. And this is this place where most people, I think, can say what some of their goals are. But what I know is when you get really clear about what your goals are and you start to use those goals as a way to set priorities in your life and your day, everything is different. Hmm. Everything is different because then you start to really get clear about what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's always a group of folks and many of us are kind of in and out of this a lot where we get overwhelmed or we procrastinate. So there's these emotions that get in the way of us doing what we know we can and should do. And I think lots of time management folks like pretend that emotions aren't part of it, right? <laughs> and what I know is that the overwhelm leaves, leads, which is an emotion, like feeling like deer caught in headlights or I can't think or I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. um, leads to delaying things that you know you can do and ought to do which is called procrastination right <laughs> now not all not all delaying is procrastination sometimes it's a really good time management um skill right mm. there's lots of stuff i'm not doing right now because i'm talking to you i'm delaying it on purpose 
but really, really important to ask yourself, am I delaying on purpose or am I just kicking that can down the road? Cause emotionally I can't get started on this thing right now. Oh, right? That's, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, um, nipping it in the bud and just getting it done. And if you, and if you, it's, and what's interesting is that if you let things linger and it kind of, um, it's draining, emotionally draining, because you have to think about it, you have to go back and, you know, vi- revisit it and, you know, nothing's getting done. And so, yeah, I, I really like this idea of saying yes and no, and just kind of moving forward. So. Yeah. And getting clear. And, and I have to say um, there's layers of that right? What am I really saying yes to? What am I really saying no to? When I first start working with people, they sort of come in like, what do you mean you want me to think out a week? Like today and tomorrow is like, (laughs) that's all I can ever focus on, right? And then I help them develop tools that work for them, their life, their business, their brain. Mm -hmm. And then they're able to think out a week and start to plan a little bit further. And then once that really sets in, then we can start to really lean into what do you have the space for now? that you're not scrambling all the time. What are you really craving and how do we start targeting that? Um, And that's when the conversation gets really cool. Yeah. Um, This has been a very fascinating discussion. I really like the concept of, you know, time management is a science in itself and the idea of flow and productivity. And um, a lot of the busy audience out there is interested in, following you. I know you're on LinkedIn and Instagram and visiting your website and how can they contact you, you know, sign up, work with you. Absolutely. So my website is truefocuscoaching.com. And if you have questions and you're interested in if and how I might be able to help you, um, you can apply for a strategy session and you just go to truefocuscoaching.com forward slash apply forward slash. Uh, so that's truefocuscoaching.com forward slash apply forward slash. There's also a ton of um, free resources on my webpage. Um, we pl- publish a blog that goes out twice a month um, and also upcoming links to upcoming events. Um, so check all of that stuff out. If you have any questions, feel free to email me directly. All of that information is on the website. Yeah. And um, to the audience um, and listeners, um, Dr. Rife Hecking's resources will be in the links and show notes. So definitely go check them out. Um, you know, you probably get a lot of benefit out of it. And so thanks so much for a great conversation. And um, we look forward to hearing about your future success. Thanks so much. Can't wait to hear more from you and the people that listen to you. Have a great day.